0: Welcome back to Orleans Behind the Scenes. I'm your host Mia Baumgarten here with my friend and co-host Mike Salitro. How
1: Thank right, you, Mike.
2: I'm good, Mia. Thank you for uh, kicking us off today. We have our first group interview, so we are excited, nervous, and we're going to try to navigate this as best we can. Do you have any guidelines or suggestions for how to do that?
0: I think we turn it over to our amazing team of clerks. That's my best. It's a great idea. Approach for Let's this. Do that. Yes. We have with us the town clerk, the assistant town clerk, and the principal clerk.
2: A lot of clerks.
0: (laughs) A lot of (laughs) clerks. Why don't you all go ahead and introduce yourselves to our listeners? Okay. Hi,
3: I'm Kelly Darling, your town clerk.
0: I'm Jen Higgins, your assistant town clerk. And Bethany Hubbard, the principal clerk. Welcome. Thank you all so much for being here with us. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. It's really fun to have a whole group.
2: And as we joked, there are a lot of clerks here. Let's start with what does the clerk's office do?
0: The town
3: clerk is the chief election official for the town. So we supervise voter registration, oversee the polling places, election officers, preparation of ballots, the voting equipment, voting lists. We certify nomination papers and initiative petitions. And as town clerk, I also serve on the board of registrars. We conduct the annual town census and prepare the street list as well and keep the voter list up to date.
0: And you're also the first faces that people see when they walk in town hall, right? We absolutely
3: are. Yeah, Jen and Bethany can tell you a lot more about that. In the clerk's office, we also issue marriage license, business
4: certificates, dog license, underground fuel storage, and raffle permits. We have all of the vital records dating back to the 1600s for births, deaths, and marriages, providing the basis for the Commonwealth Central Vital Registration System. We also have public records officer um, who provides certified copies of vital records and we're responsible for overseeing public record requests.
1: Uh, Another thing the town clerk's office does is maintain the official calendar for the scheduling of meetings of any town board commission or committee in compliance with the open meeting law and we ask when you are booking a room to please email because we all get busy and we don't want anything falling through the cracks. Do you prefer that people email the three of you? Absolutely. We all get busy and if one person's out or in a meeting or what have you, then we can make sure that gets done.
2: So we'll be sure to include all the email addresses for the three of you so they're all in the show notes. Uh, But if I could just say that is a lot of stuff that goes on in the office and that you are responsible for, not to mention the responsibility of being the faces that people see when they walk in the front door. Bethany, we'll start with you being the newest to the office. How do you learn everything or know where to go when you have such a wide range of topics that are covered there?
1: Well, I have two wonderful teachers, Kelly and Jen, who have taught me so much. They're very good teachers. They've shown me a lot and get to meet some interesting people.
2: With all the records that you keep, are these actually in your office? I know there's a big safe in there. Is that where they are? Are they digitized? Where, where is everything?
3: So we keep all of the permanent vital records in the vault and also paper copies of all official town, or most official town documents. So all town meeting um, doings and election results are all kept in the vault, as well as copies of the annual town reports going back as far as we can.
0: So we've talked about the kind of personal documents that residents might wanna get, like dog licenses, marriage certificates, et cetera. Do you also work a lot with businesses in town? We do
3: some work with businesses. It's mostly for them to pull what is called a business certificate or a DBA, doing business as. And that is for businesses that are not incorporated but need to register with the town. Okay. We get a lot of people that come to the clerk's office because they think we'll know where they should go or who they should ask. So we have to learn as much as we can about the other departments and what else is going on in town so we can
0: refer people. That's a good segue to my next question, which is, what are some things that residents or business owners, people who might be listening, might not know about your office or your work that you would really like them to?
4: So one thing that's new, somewhat new for the clerk's office is we not only um, date stamp and assign a case number for Zoning Board of Appeals documents, but we now house everything for Zoning Board of Appeals and prepare everything for the Zoning Board of Appeals meetings and their minutes. So we just house all the documents. So any specific zoning question or zoning bylaw question would still be at the planning department. But if somebody was looking for a zoning record, instead of being held in the building department, it's now all in the town clerk's vault, dating back to when they
0: originally started uh, typewriter. That's actually really interesting. Good to know. So we've talked about records retention and the vault for physical records. Is there a digital repository that the clerk's office puts documents in?
4: There is. It's called Laserfiche. Um, The town clerk's portion is the meeting minutes are on there and the town warrants, but I know um, other departments have different files and things that they're putting on there. And um, since the clerk's office also handles the Zoning Board of Appeals, we also are going to have our Zoning Board of Appeals documents on there eventually.
0: And is the idea to have all the clerk's office documents accessible in Laserfiche one day?
3: To have most of them. Most of them. We're, we would be hesitant to put vital records on there. Mm, of course, for privacy. And But at some point, we might be able to get some historic vital records on there.
0: And if people wanted to look at the minutes that are in Laserfiche now, how would they find the link? That is on the town
4: clerk's webpage. On the left-hand side, it will say Laserfiche. You can click on that, and it will proceed you to a new site, and you click Accept, or I think it's Go, and then it'll list all the minutes by border committee. Perfect.
0: And one thing that is really interesting about Laserfiche is that you can search in it, right? So if you're looking for the keywords for a particular project, for example, you could go to the minutes and type in the search bar your, your keyword, and you get a scanned version of the whole thing. Yes. Makes it much
4: easier.
2: We're talking about vital records. How do you obtain those? Are people bringing them in physically? Do you collect them from the hospital when there's a new birth? How does that actually work?
3: So we create the marriage records for couples that apply for their marriage intentions in Orleans, meaning they come here to fill out the paperwork. That doesn't mean they get married here. It means they chose here to fill out their paperwork. For birth records, they're created at the place of birth. So most of our records come from Barnstable or perhaps Boston, depending. And death records take place, originate from the place of death generally. And we'll get a resident copy for our residents.
2: You mentioned not getting married in Orleans, but filing paperwork here. Is there any reason why or who's coming into Orleans to have their marriage certified or certificate done? They don't have a tie to the town.
3: Some couples pick the town that's most convenient for them. So if one part of the couple worked in Yarmouth and the other one worked in East Ham, then Orleans might be a great place to come file their marriage intentions. It could be that they live off Cape but are getting married on the Cape and they come to us. Um, our town hall is actually open to 4.30, and most town halls close at 4, and a lot of town halls are closed on Friday. So we get some of those
0: people as well.
2: Okay. Huh. Or perhaps they've heard how well the office functions and they just want to see it up close.
0: Well, of course. There's that. <laughs> right. They just want to have this clerk's office bless their union, which I Absolutely. think really speaks to how great you all are. Yes. So in addition to your day-to-day clerk responsibilities, you also manage pretty much all the affairs of the town elections to my knowledge. And I wondered if you wanted to talk a little bit about the election schedule for this year, which I know is gonna be a pretty busy one.
3: Yes, this year is extremely busy for us. The first thing we have coming up is the March 5th presidential primary. Primaries are always a little confusing for voters as if you're enrolled in a political party, that's the ballot you get. If you're an independent voter, which Massachusetts terms as an unenrolled voter, you have to choose which party's ballot you wish to vote in a primary. So the primary is just each party putting forth all of their candidates and allowing either voters in that party or voters that are independent and want to vote in that particular party to choose which candidates they're going to put forth on the general election. So this year we have this presidential primary, and then in September we'll have a state primary where all the state, Political parties do the same thing, put their candidates forth and we will determine who will be on the general ballot in November. So all of that comes together. And in November, we have a big ballot, all of those candidates on it. So what can be confusing for our voters is when they come to vote in a primary and they're asked to announce which party's ballot they're taking. People sometimes don't understand the process for that. So on a general ballot where all the candidates are, no one will ever ask you at the polls what you know, who you're voting for. And we're not asking who you're voting for. We're simply asking which ballot Mm -hmm. do you want. So we're doing vote by mail right now. And Bethany and Jen have been very busy with dealing with applications and putting labels on envelopes and getting things out in the mail. We mailed out over 1,400 ballots last week. So that is ongoing. And we will also have in-person early voting from on Saturday the 24th from 9 to 5 and then from Monday the 26th through Friday, March 1st, 830 to 430 here at Town Hall. So if you don't wish to vote by mail but you're not able to come to the polls, that's another great option for you.
2: So to clarify, there'll be ballots at the office. They don't have to bring it with them if they are voting early?
3: Right. Yes, they come in and check in. Similar to being at the polls except your ballot goes into a sealed envelope. So These envelopes do have your name on them, and we get a lot of questions about that saying, well, now everyone knows how I voted. So one thing I like to explain to people is that we open these envelopes at the time of putting them through the tabulator, we open them in batches face down, and then the ballots are pulled from the envelopes while the envelopes are face down. So no one, and my election workers are very specifically instructed on this, no one is ever to look at the name on an envelope and the ballot at the same time. So yes, we have to check your name, your name, you in with your envelope, but we're not then going to look at your name and your, your ballot at the same time. I just like to let people know that because it's a big question.
0: No, and I think that's a really important point, and it goes back to how much the clerk's office is responsible for protecting the privacy of the records that you take in.
3: Yes, and we take it very seriously.
0: So 1,400 ballots, is that a pretty big percentage of the registered voters in town? How many voters are there?
3: So we have about 5,700 voters. It was about 24% of our voters requested a vote-by-mail ballot.
0: Do we usually get pretty good turnout in elections?
3: Yes, it's a very active voting town. We, For a state election, we
0: generally get between 70 and 80%. That's amazing. It's a very civically engaged town. Very. So we talked about state elections and presidential elections what about local elections like for our boards and our
3: smaller civic communities good question so may 21st is our annual town election and we currently have nomination papers available if you're interested in running for office and i don't have the list of offices right in front of me but they're all listed on the town website Mm -hmm. and I'm happy to go over the process for picking up nomination papers and getting signatures and bringing them back to us with any interested candidate. We have it right on the town clerk page and I believe our wonderful MIS department also gave us a special news and announcement. We did.
0: We'll put a link in our show notes to more information on the town website if you're interested in learning more about nomination papers and those processes. So what's on the docket for the clerk's office in the immediate future?
3: So while we're working on the vote-by-mail requests and ballots, we are also working on dog licenses and completing the town census. But a reminder to all of our residents, dog licenses are due by March 1st. After March 1st, there is a $5 late fee. So you want to make sure you mail it in or come in and see Jen and Bethany to get your dog license before March 1st.
2: What question do you get the most in your office that you either are excited to answer and to help people out with or is not a question for the clerk and that you'll guide the question asker to a different department within the building?
4: Our number one question, I think, has to do with stickers and shellfish licensing, and we don't do anything to do with stickers or shellfishing. We direct everybody to the Department of Public Works
1: at 40 Gadiah Hill Road. Another question we often get asked is how people can pay their taxes in person. Since we're the face when people see, they just come right to us and we direct them to the tax collector's office where you will find wonderful Cindy, Michelle, Mary, and Scott, and they can assist in that.
3: And our favorite question is, where are the restrooms? You do get asked that or, a lot. i standing, standing or, there. One stand. of our most frequent questions is where are the restaurants? <laughs> no. so with all
2: the different records and all the different people coming to your office, there are parts of Orleans, there are places in Orleans and there are people in Orleans that only people who work in the clerk's office know about. What is one thing you would like to highlight, spotlight or share that me and I may not know or anybody listening to this like, wow, I had no idea that's in Orleans?
3: So we have the French Cable Station, which I know not everyone realizes that there's actually a cable that goes from Town Cove all the way over to Europe. That's a pretty neat thing, and I highly recommend you go check out the French Cable Station.
4: Um, We like to get
3: coffee at
4: local businesses, so we support Whisk, we support the Home Alone, we support Chocolate Sparrow. Um, If we're running late to work, we sure love Dunkin'.
3: If you serve coffee, one of us has been there to pick up coffee for the rest (laughs) of us, so. Uh,
1: Since working here, I grew up in East Harwich and have recently made my way back this way to work. Um, And I have passed the Academy Playhouse multiple times. And the last time I was there, I was about five. Um, And I recently brought my daughter to see Cinderella, which was absolutely amazing. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's a nice town to be in.
2: So we've talked a lot about what goes on on a day-to-day basis in the office. You do a fantastic job. or are very professional there. Switching gears here, seeing as that we're recording the day after the Super Bowl, I'm going to ask a very specific and long question and probably not get a great answer, but we're going to try it anyway. Is there anything from the game, commercial, or halftime that sticks out to you and say, hey, I'm going to remember that next year? I did not watch. (laughs) That was going to be the last part. I forgot to ask if you didn't watch the game. Did anybody watch, did not watch the game besides Jen?
3: I did not. I watched the game.
2: All right, we'll go to Kelly with that then.
3: I'm a football fan, but I have to say that Super Bowls used to be better when the Patriots
1: were in them. Amen. I agree. Good answer. I
0: thought Usher was great. Really did. He was very good. It was so nice having the whole gang of you here. Thank you for being with us. Do you wanna stick around for a couple more minutes as we preview what's coming up this week? Sure, love to. Mike, what's on your schedule?
2: So I would like to direct everyone to both the Chamber and Library websites, which will post their event calendars are both always up to date and full. So they have lots going on, so check those two out. And I always like to highlight the farmer's market Saturday mornings at 44 main from 10 to 12. Uh, Jen mentioned off air that she frequents them. Jen, what is your favorite part of the farmer's market?
3: I love fresh vegetables. Just the last reminder, March 5th is the presidential primary. If you wish to vote by mail, please contact my office if you didn't get an application and renew your dog licenses by March 1st to avoid any
0: late fines. Well,
3: thank
2: you for sitting down with us. This has been a blast.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you, thank you very much. As always, you can get in touch with us at at town.orleans.ma.us. We welcome your feedback, comments, and we are still accepting submissions for artwork for the podcast.